Welcome back to another episode of the Everyone's Different Podcast. I'm your host, Tristan Jass, with my co-host, Young Trench. Yes, sir. We have a very, very special guest tonight. Someone who is very motivational, very humble. Um, my guy, Henry, right here. Welcome, man. Salute, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir. Of course, of course. Um, great guy right here. Done a lot of workouts with him. I mean, we've been through a lot together, I would say, over the past, what? Two, two and a half. At least three. three. At least like three, years. four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh out of high school, probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we really go back, yeah, you're talking 16, 17. Yeah. Before he was touching the mills on the followers and subscribers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, I think this guy, Henry, right here, he's my brother, man. He's one of the most motivational people I've ever been around. Um, you own your own training company, right? Where yeah. you train people pretty much daily. Yeah. So I'm owner of a fitness, um, you know, LLC. Um, it's called Blessed Fit Iron Faith, you know. Yeah, just. um. Why Blessed Fit? You know, I mean, with all due respect, you know, I put my faith and I feel blessed because I am a man of God, a man of faith. You know, I believe in a higher power and yeah. we're not here for no reason. I don't believe we're here because some comet hit the, hit the earth. No disrespect to science. I believe in science to the fullest. One hundred percent. Yeah. That science is real. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I believe there's a higher power and there's more to what we can see and know. And you know what the definition of that is? It's faith, mm -hmm. having faith in something, you know, everything's going to be all right, even though you don't know if it's going to be all right in life or something like that. But again, get back to the topic. That's the definition of faith. So I keep strong faith. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So circle back. That's so I branded myself off of my faith, which is blessed fit. One day I was just, you know, at home daydreaming, like, what's me? You know, you can come up with all these names that kind of hit that come off the tongue, right? That you know, the fit the mode of whether it's fitness or just general life. But at the end of the day, my heart was calling literally like to be true to who I am. You know what? What got me this far in life? And it was my belief in God and faith and just feeling overall blessed. Yeah. And you're you're repping the iron faith right now. On, yes, I am. On the, on the says hoodie. blessed on it. Let's yeah. Get it. That's yeah, exactly. what's up, bro. That's some yeah. real shit right there. It's as real as it can get because that shit come from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's real, what it bro. is. That's crazy. Uh so so I kinda wanted to talk about how you guys met. I, I don't personally know the story or anything, but I Oh how me and Henry met. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know the story. Man, me and Henry, man, we we go back to what probably like when I right when I was about right when I was figuring out if I was gonna play college basketball or pursue what I'm doing now. Yeah, for sure. Because I would catch you at the local rec center where I work out and where you work out. Right. And what happened? We were, I think you were on a treadmill. Yeah, so I got a deeper story about that. I met his older brother, Tyler. We, were, we both trained out of the same gym called Charter Fitness in Kenosha, which is now closed down. It's like a medical building now. Fast forward a couple years later, I had heard about his YouTube video that he had, like, crossed his local high school teacher. Mm -hmm. He ended up on pretty much, I believe he ended up on Sports Center, Everything. stuff like that. Everything. Yeah, he it just blew up. So I heard about it. I always knew from what I heard about him that he's going to be something. Mm -hmm. This kid's got a good work ethic, you know, and that's what it takes. Pretty much Mamba mentality. I'm yeah. going to do whatever it takes. If I got to get up at 4 a.m., 4 p.m., 12 a.m. at night to put the work in, that's what I'm going to do. 
And I kind of, you know, related to that because, again, I started from nowhere too. And I know it just takes work, you know. Is it easy? Is it hard? Whatever it is, it's got to get done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I kind of like before knowing him, I kind of related to him, knowing him personally because, like I said, I've heard the stories from his real blood brother what kind of work ethic he had and stuff. And I always, you know, that that's motivating, you know, because I use everything for motivation. Especially because especially he was probably super young at the time. Yeah, especially hearing about a kid. Like yeah. you said, a young kid, 15, 16 years old, yeah. putting in this type of grind and will take no as an answer. Mm-hmm. No ain't an answer. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, I always, I always spoken into real, like, into – reality yeah always like what's the word you use when you're trying to manifestation manifestation like before i even met tristan all bullshit aside like i am telling real facts here before i ever met tristan i literally used to tell my girlfriend at the time and other people like he only probably had about a hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand followers on instagram at the time because that's when he was like you said making that decision if he was gonna he was like you think believe his senior year was just ending yep. type of thing and i knew he'll be something 100 mm-hmm. percent. but after i seen that video and this this and that and his work ethic knowing his work ethic boom but again i always manifested like before i even met him like i'm gonna be around him one day one day we're gonna work together we're gonna hang out we're gonna do things together i didn't know what it was but i know eventually it's gonna be big things yeah. you know yeah so and that's the that's the honest to god truth like i honestly manifested spoken into reality you know <laughs> you get you got to speak things into reality. Yeah. i believe in that you know that's you crazy. speak things into power so before i ever met him yeah i was like man i'm gonna hang out with this kid one day even though i know he's like 10 years plus younger than me yeah and this and that i'm like at the end of the day, when you're young like that, you need somebody on your side, though, at the end of the day, that has your best interest in hand. Yeah. That ain't trying to, you know, use none of what you got going on for their best interest, you know, or to further their interest. No, just somebody that's really, you know, that's been through some things and can coach you a little bit, you know? And yeah. I, I give you props, though, because whenever, like, let's say we're going out to the club for the weekend or we're going to Chicago, we're going. I mean, you've went to trips with us to L.A., Vegas. This dude, Henry, always is watching my back. Like, no matter what shit that I don't even see, he's like, yo, T, step over here, man. Step aside. We got to chill out for a second. Like, thank you. Yeah. Because that's some real shit. Yeah, also, that's what brothers do, you know? I, I feel like do. a lot of times, too, uh, people that are older than us could see us and think what we're doing is kind of goofy. And they, they don't actually take it as a serious thing. So for you to see it as that is yeah. like... Yeah. It honestly is an intelligent thing because a lot of people look at it as like, oh, they're just making yeah. money on YouTube. It, it's funny because when Henry first started coming around a couple years ago, he really didn't have no idea about it. Yeah. But as you were around, you started to see like us filming videos, you kind of being in some videos here and yeah, there, yeah. like messing around, having fun. So would you say like when you first started coming around, like not really knowing much about social media, did you think it was like a little weird like at first being older than us and then like seeing this shit every day we're doing and now like turning it into like something huge like yeah of course how was your perspective on that yeah my perspective was just like always like damn do you have to do all of that type of thing you have to go (laughs) all out do you have to like do all this small stuff and like you said as being older I mean, I ain't gonna lie, coming from where I come from, you know, you skip a lot of steps. And I realized that you weren't skipping steps 
no matter how small the step might have been or whatever the case may be, yeah, you were getting it done. Whether it was like the smallest little detail of on the court, the way you conversated with people, the way you dressed up, you know, the way you just got ready for the most part. Again, you didn't skip no steps. Yeah. And but for me, like you said, you guys were younger, but it actually showed me that you had a more of a you know advanced mindset. Mm-hmm. And that that goes back to like you said, when we first met. So the first real conversation we really had, like you said, we were at the local rec center. The first time I really had a real conversation with Tristan, I was at the gym, supposed to only do like 10 minutes on the treadmill, which I do every day before my workout. Mm-hmm. I do a 10-minute warm-up so I can get my body warm, so I can stretch out, you know. It just lowers the risk of injury. Get the blood injury flowing. Prevention. Exactly. Gets the blood flowing. Number yeah. one thing about doing cardio and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, I was supposed to do 10 minutes on the treadmill. Tristan gets on next to me. I'm like, hey, oh, you Tristan Jass. I know your older brother, you know, um, from one of the other local gyms, this, this, and that. I've been watching. I've been following your story. At the time, again, keep it real. He only probably had about 150, 200,000, like, Instagram followers. Yeah. He didn't blow up yet. None of that extra stuff. And, again, granted, like I said, before this, I had manifested that. One day we're going to, whether it be best friend, be friends, be partners, be, you know, be just be in each other's life, literally. Mm-hmm. Again, go back to what I had spoken on before, just having faith in some of this stuff because he – he, I related to his work ethic and just being a good person, you know, because not only that, I can tell from what his brother told me, just watching his demeanor and his characteristics in some of his videos, that's somebody I can relate to and respect and, you know, and honor. He got morals, key word, morals, you know. Yeah. He wasn't nobody that he wasn't. He wasn't following clout or none of that extra stuff. He was actually just being genuinely him, and I loved it. And it was actually, and it's work. It's something that this world needed to see. These kids need to see, which is work ethic. Again, he wasn't skipping steps. I can tell. But again, fast forward to that moment on the treadmill. I was supposed to do 10 minutes. I ended up doing like an hour talking to him the moment he got on. Yeah, Went from 10. I, well, I was stressed out, bro. Yeah, you were stressed I was, out. I was like. It was one of the toughest times in your life. Yeah, he had like a three-day window. Literally, I think yeah. it was like a three-day window. Yeah. Three days from now, he got to get on a flight. See, I didn't know none of this. Ten, I was supposed to do 10 minutes. He gets on, get to telling me all of this stuff, and I'm just listening to him for sure because I can see it him, like he just yeah. said. No, yeah. I was very, times. I was stressed out, very, like, emotional. Like, it was a hard time in my life because am I going to run this social media business or am I going to throw away the social media business and go play college basketball and focus on doing schoolwork and hooping? And so basically the conversation I had with Henry was I was like, man, I, I don't know what to do. Do I go to college or do I do the social media videos? And I, I was just I was just, you know, I didn't know what to do that night. I was in my head and I'm like, I'm just going to go to the gym. Yeah. And not only that, he was telling me, like, he had a whole bunch of outside influence. Obviously, when you're young like that, parents and older people don't see. Like you said, I'm a little older. Nobody sees money in YouTube or this extra stuff. He's got a scholarship. He gets to go play basketball where he loves. They've been spending money his whole life to get him in all these different traveling leagues and stuff like that. So. He would, that's where the stress came because obviously, yeah, he's stressed personally for himself, but obviously you, you love that as a, as a, as a young man, as a young boy, you want to do any, everything to like 
make it be successful for your mother at the end of the day for your mother your parents in general your family bro doing yeah, and, it for and the obviously fam. his his he was telling me like his mother his dad was like obviously they didn't see no money in youtube they're like you gotta take the scholarship yeah you gotta take the scholarship but when i was talking to him i could see it in his eyes and his heart he knew what he wanted to do or what he needed to do what his heart was telling him to do which is chase his career and all this content creating YouTube stuff like that. Put his passion out into the world instead of, you know, letting the outside influence, whether it was your parents or other people trying to tell you this is the right decision. This is the wrong decision. He I can tell in his heart he knew what he had to do. Yeah. And it's hard because like your your parents at the end of the day, they are looking out for you. But yeah. they, they yep. just they don't necessarily know exactly what you want. And it's they have to try to protect you. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously those outside influences get to you. And I remember at the time it was, I, I don't remember anyone besides me really telling you like, go with this, like yeah. well, really, I'll, really go so with this. Henry told me, yeah, I'll never forget it. He said, Henry's like, brother, he's like, follow your heart. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. He's like, Literally. do what your heart is telling you to do. And I was like, yeah, Man, I remember no walking one's... away, literally telling him that, like, bro, at the end of the day, follow your heart. Like, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Yeah. There's going to be a million it... things pulling you other ways. Follow your heart. And yeah. everyone that was older than you was telling you that you should go to school. So I bet hearing something like that from someone that was older than you was, yeah. like, a big thing. Yeah, and, you know, my dad was kind of with me yeah. about my decision, too. It was more of, like, my mom. Mm-hmm. My grandparents, the older generation, yeah. like obviously the older generation they, they believes in going to get a college education mm-hmm. and trying to get a job when you graduate. That's just the older generation, like my grandparents and shit. Like yeah. that's that's what they grew up doing. So this whole new generation of social media and and running like a full business was new to them. Yeah. So they really just didn't understand it. Yeah. Um and they they did understand it when i brought them to sneakercon sneakercon chicago in my i brought i literally brought my whole family cuz <laughs> this is after i decided not to go to college what year was that this was 18 i it might have been 17 17 yeah it was it have to be one of them two years i believe no i graduated high school in 2018 Oh, so it was 18. I had to make the college. De- it was that summer that I was supposed to go. So, so it was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happened was, is I was like, all right, I just decided not to go to college. I need to prove to my whole family that this social media shit is real. Yeah. So I said, SneakerCon Chicago, I got hit up to play in a celebrity basketball game. I need to bring my whole family down there and show them what this shit is in real life. I bring my family down there. They see lines of kids coming up to me. Can you sign my shoe? Can I take a picture with you? Can you sign my shirt? Sign, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just remember looking up because my whole family's sitting in the stands watching me. Mm-hmm. I remember looking up at my grandma and her face was just like, holy shit. <laughs> like there's like 50 kids surrounding me freaking out. And it was like, it was honestly one of the dopest Bro. feelings I've ever had in my life. Cause like, not to say like, I wanted to prove my family wrong, mm-hmm. but like. You wanted to prove that you could do it. I wanted just, I wanted to show them, bro, that this shit was real. real. Mm-hmm. It's not real. like, cause 
be be honest with yourself. Like coming home and telling my dad, "Hey, dad, I'm famous on the internet." Hey, mom, I'm famous on the internet. I I literally have said this before. Like my dad was like, "Yeah, shut the fuck up." Like yeah, yeah. pretty much. Like what? Well, sure. You're famous like, on like the log internet. out of MySpace. Like you're not famous <laughs> on the internet, dude. Yeah. Like you're crazy. Right. So for them to come and see this shit in real mm-hmm. life was like that was like the first let, I made it moment. Yeah, it was. It and was, it wasn't even your hometown. You're like an hour plus away. Yeah, we're in Chicago. We're in the that. city of Chicago. We're we're in. I think it was Schaumburg. Yeah, I want to say that's, at a, the that's Chicago. Center. Yeah, that's a suburb. That's right there. Um, but yeah, it was not to say like I was trying to like shit on my family, but I just wanted to show them. You know? Yeah, you burst of their bubble. Like, yeah, I am really him. Pretty, pretty much, pretty yeah. much. And that was that um, was hard to prove back then. Because think about it, content creators, and you're talking about 18 still. That sh- that shit wasn't even real to probably 16, 17. So you're talking that's still in the first year or two yeah. of really it being a real thing. Yeah. So like pe- more. So to be able to prove that that early, that's that's huge. Yeah, because I think yeah. like parents and stuff are probably more understanding about it now. If you're doing, yeah, that. you bring it up now, like you get it a little bit. Th- there's tons of creators. Everyone blows up on TikTok and stuff. But like at that time, it was really hard to. It was really hard to like convince people yeah, that yeah. it was bro, a real it was thing. Hard, bro. You go to seventeen, eighteen. What's on all these updates or none of this extra stuff? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was well, yeah. Even our our parent, my mom will sit on TikTok now for two, yeah, my, hour, my two mom, hours. My in mom, her day. my mom will send me TikTok. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 like this, is, this is normal now. And before she probably used to diss it. That's what like I'm literally like, exactly. Bro, you're wasting your life away. Go get your degree. Be a doctor. Be a I don't know politician. Don't be. Yeah, a <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this this is all normal now. It's. The whole the whole world has changed. Our parents yeah. our parents are with the times. We're yeah, with but the for times. sure back then it wasn't. So I can imagine like not even gonna say scrutiny, but yeah, scrutiny. You know, some of the some of the feedback probably wasn't the best. It can be discouraging. Like you're yeah. already in your own head. You're a 17, 18 year old kid trying to figure out what to do with your life. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. you got you got this, and you're making actually a little bit of cash doing this. But so you're you're torn. You know, you're you're torn. Well, and it, bro, you know how hard it is to just. Be a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Either way, like yeah. no matter what, being yeah. being in it was seventeen-year-old. It hard. was it was a lot, bro. I remember like and choose to do the right thing. Yeah. Because like, it's so easy to do the wrong thing. Of course, the, these the, days the wrong thing is always days. the right. The wrong thing is always more enticing. Yeah, and yeah. more easier just to literally do at yep. the drop of a dime. Yeah. It takes, like you said, a strong work ethic, time after time, days after days to do the right thing. And it's a lot of faith, like you were yeah. saying. Like that's that's what it comes yeah. down yeah, to. Yeah, you gotta really, have a lot of belief in yourself. Yeah. Believing, sure. Believing in the shit that we're doing and not giving a fuck what anybody says or thinks about what we're doing because the amount of people talking shit about what we were doing was mm-hmm. ridiculous from my yeah. own hometown. And the same people that used to talk shit about what we were doing are the same people trying to come kick it with us. Same people trying to come right back, bro. And like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry that I... Trying to get on this podcast. <laughs> like Literally. anything, bro. Yeah. Like I've had... I don't want to put any names out there, but I've had people hit me like the people that used to like make fun of me publicly, Mm -hmm. like on social media or in front of large groups of people like hit me in the DMS and say, yo, Hey bro, I'm dropping a new song this next weekend. You think you could help promote Like, bro, what? That is, that's crazy. Yeah. Right. Like, so I don't know. It was, it was wild, man. We, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and for you to be able to 
you know, you'll ground yourself around that. Because as 17, 18 year old, it's hard for a 30 year old like myself to be able to, you know, take criticism and not react to it, let alone 17, 18. But make a long story short, when I said I was manifesting, thinking about all this, like we're going to be around Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, um, I've always been that type of person, you know. Oh, no. But um, the point I was trying to make is. That takes a lot, you know, and I've seen a lot in him to be able to, you know, curve a lot of that. You're 17, you're 17 18 years old. When I first talked to him, thinking like a 35-year-old, yeah. you know, that's why I would like his characteristics, his demeanor. Like, he shook that stuff off. You use that as motivation, more motivation. Like, you think I'm going to – you think I can't make this shot? Guess what? I'm going to even zone in even more, and I'm going to make it all net. It ain't even going to hit the rim type of yep. mentality, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and that's, that's what I loved about him. Truthfully, that's it wasn't about the YouTube, the 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 Instagram. Cause I don't even think I was on. He was even on YouTube then in seventeen, eighteen. It was more Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wasn't even thinking. I was just I just seen the mentality of him, and I was like, yeah, he's far beyond his years. Because mm-hmm. a lot of kids he, like making those tough decisions. Got your whole family telling you you need to go to college. You need to take that scholarship, and then your but your heart's actually telling you you need to do what you got a passion for, which is feed the streets, feed the internet, feed like the people that are following you. That got the passion of basketball and just entrepreneurship and creating your own brand. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, percent, yeah. And people don't even know, bro. Like that, the phone call I had to make. Was one of the craziest. Yeah, you told me that like two days bro. later after we talked. So I, I was already committed to a school in Arizona. Literally. And I was I talked to you three days before I was going to hop on the flight. Yeah. I called the college coaches on a three-way call. Head coach and assistant coach. And I'm a loyal person. When I commit to. I was already committed to yeah. this school, bro. When I commit to doing something, I try my best to do it. Because that's just a lo- that's a loyalty thing. That's like, I committed to doing this. Already signed the papers to go to this school, and I called them on a three way call two days before I was supposed to hop on the flight to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I told them I wasn't going. And I remember like sitting there. I'm damn near shaking. I'm damn near crying. My mom's right next to me. It's I, I can't even feel my body while I'm talking on the phone. And it was the hardest. I mm. say this all the time. I say this all. I tell everybody. It was the hardest decision I ever made in my life. But it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. But the best decision. And sometimes in life, you're going to have, you know, hard decisions to make. Yeah. Not sometimes. The, a lot of times. Har- More times than not. The hardest yeah. things that you have to do will usually have the best outcomes. That's just how it is literally literally and like i I wasn't really thinking like all right i'm gonna take a risk but like you gotta take risks bro take you have to it was a hell of a risk we didn't we weren't even like big on youtube like it was you had one video that did you gotta take risks but they gotta be a little more like calculated you know yeah you gotta have i ain't gonna say a backup plan because when you have you know you got plan a and plan b you know plan b distracts from plan a exactly so you actually got to go all in on plan a at the end of the day but when he walked around like i said when we had that hour plus long conversation on a treadmill we actually walked away he went like to the stretch area i went to the workout area i seen it as on he had it we had all the conversation he can say he didn't know what to do as many times he wanted to I seen in his eyes and again the last thing we said to each other I seen in his eyes he knew what he had to do yeah 
which was chase his passion and his dreams. Well, he knew that yeah. tough call was coming up a couple yeah. days later. I think you always knew the decision that you had to make. We knew. It was more of a just like, how how the fuck do it, I do this? How do I tell me, my family, my friends, yeah. my this, my that? Honestly, bro, it was me manning up. Yeah, bro, I, had, I had to grow manning a pair up of balls. At 17, 18, like, wow. I had to call him, bro. I was so scared to call the coaches two days before I'm supposed to hop on the flight and go to college and start practicing. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was fucking that entire crazy. Thing, that entire thing was you versus yourself. Bro, I, I literally had to man up. I was so yeah. scared to make that phone call. Mm-hmm. And, and we did it, bro. And yeah. it, I felt... But I feel like, like I said, what it was... 48 or 72 hours prior to that phone call I feel like Coming back to me a little bit I believe that I gave you that peace A little bit of that insight Like at the end of the day You need to do what's best for you At the end of the day Again you want to do what your parents want you to do You want to do what you think your future holds for you Whatever the case may be But time is of the essence You got to make decisions now And you got to And yeah a lot of them decisions are risk taken decisions yeah you're right bro. and you get and you got to take them you got to believe in yourself that you ain't gonna fail you're gonna put in whatever work it takes necessary to complete the task or continue on your passion or whatever you choose your your decision actually is your final decision is yeah, yeah bro. and look at five years later we here i mean yeah and don't and get the me arrow still pointing up don't get yes, me wrong sir. for literally anyone listening it is very hard to chase things because yeah you want to make everyone happy you want everyone to be comfortable but at the end of the day like you have to be worried about yourself because yeah yeah you're the only person that is going to live with this until you fucking die literally yeah yeah you have to be i want to say selfish without being selfish yeah and at the end of the day i don't even want to say like Point blank, you have to be selfish sometimes. You, you have to skip that without being selfish. You have to be selfish in a humble way, which Tristan always had that type of you know demeanor, that type of characteristics yeah. about himself. He's gonna <clears throat> make the best decision for himself. He p- took everything in consideration, but at the end of the day, you're gonna make the best decision for yourself, which we all should do at the end of the day. Yeah, people that straddle the fence, guess what they do? They straddle the fence that are 80 years old. Next, you know, they fall off the fence and they're dead. Exactly. Yeah, stop exactly. straddling the fence. Pick a side and go all in. Follow your heart. Literally. Literally. Follow your heart. Literally. Everybody heart telling what they should and shouldn't do. We know, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's hard to make decisions. At the end of the day, if you sit back, yeah, a lot of times take sit back in a corner by yourself or in your car or at home in your room, your heart's telling you what you should do. Yep. You know what you do. So you got to live with the decisions you make at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, yeah. it's, it's just a matter of. Doing it. Yeah. And I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Because at the end of the you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. Can you be? But that comes down to you got to find your passion. You can't just think that you got to eliminate all the stuff that you know is not you mm-hmm. at the end of the day. When it comes down, when a lot of people throw out that word, you can be anything you want to be, parents and this, this, and that. At the end of the day, you, you can, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You got to eliminate the things you know that ain't you. And then find a few things that are you and go balls deep in it. Yeah. Literally. And then you can be all you can be. See, and this is exactly why I love this dude, Henry, bro. So motivational every time. And Henry has trained me in the gym before. Like, we've worked out a lot. And every time we work out, bro, like, I feel so inspired and so motivated. Like, every time. Henry just, he doesn't, like... I've trained with a few trainers before. I've trained with professionals. I've trained 
you know, with local trainers, whatever. Henry, like, pushes you to to be, like, the best you can be every single workout. And I fuck with that. Like, I need that. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm working out, I need someone to give me that extra push. And Henry does that. I mean, bro, Henry is number one hype man, too. <laughs> number like, one hype man. Like, 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 like he'll yeah. get you. Come on, T. Come on, T. You know he'll bring out that phone and say, you, you better for go. Real, for real. But as, <laughs> yeah. as much of a motivational dude this guy is, I think we got to talk about this real quick. I texted Henry earlier today. I said, hey, bro, do you want to hop on the podcast? This dude texted me the funniest shit. Hold on. I got I to gotta grab my phone real quick. What did you say, bro? I said, uh, you want to hop on the podcast today? He said, not going to lie. Sounds a little intimidating. <laughs> LOL. Never done a video slash podcast, but I'm not scared of failure or fear. So, yes, I will. And that's why I love this dude, bro. He's not scared of fear. Like, literally. Yeah, because we transitioned back to just the workouts, to just everything, you know, having a little bit. Truthfully, my idol, Kobe Bryant, having the mama mentality, you know, willing to, you know, put the work in, whatever it takes. Even like I never put in no work for no podcast or nothing like that. Never did no practices of podcasting or nothing like that. But, yeah, you just can't be scared of failure. You know, sometimes you got to you got to jump. I'm not going to say go jump off the Eiffel Tower or something. Like, yeah. don't take that out of context. You got to leap. But, yeah, but sometimes gotta you got to take leap. that. Yeah, because, like, like you said, I'm a trainer. So 90-plus percent of my clients hit me up, and they're scared. They never even been to the gym. They don't know how to work out. They fear this. They fear that. But, truthfully, you got to take that first step. You have to take that yeah. first step. That first step, you hear it a lot, can be the biggest step of your life. And a lot of us, it is. You know, just like you from your YouTube, you taking that step, calling that coach, saying you have, you know, you're going to go a different direction with your life and stuff like that. You just got to step. And that's what it comes down to. A lot of people are scared. They're scared of failure. They're they're waiting for the perfect time. Mm-hmm. The way they look, the way they feel, everything's got to be perfect. Guess what? That perfect time ain't never coming. You yeah. need to make that step. Whatever your heart is telling you to do, you need to do. Like, Literally. for real, for real. Like, you got to take that step. You got to start moving in that direction. And that can be, you know, if you want to be a writer, you got to start writing a little bit. If you want to be and reading a little bit, you know. Yeah. It doesn't mean you got to read for two hours like professionals every single day. Read for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Here see what that see, see where that takes you. Write for five minutes, whatever the case may be. You want to be a professional? You want to be a basketball player or something? You don't got to be outside shooting J's for three hours in the outside or in a gym. Just go shoot a few J's. Yeah. Go shoot a few shots, you know, and see where that takes you. Because at the end of the day, when you, when you get a little sense of accomplishment, at the end of the day, that's going to push you to do it again, do it again. What it builds is consistency yeah. and discipline. There's no science behind this discipline and consistency. Literally, if you got a love or a passion for something, you do it every single day, like, you're going to make it. You're There's no become, if and It might be in a week, a month, a year, 10 years from now. But you are going to make it. But you got to put the work in. There's no skipping steps. Yeah. And if you do it every day for a long time, you're mm-hmm. going to be great. You're going to be great at it. Great at it. 
And again, that go back to the mama mentality. If you don't know what the mama mentality is, Google it. Look it up. It's Kobe Bryant. It's a lot of other people that put in a lot of work, you know? That's what it comes down to. Whether it's easy work, light work, hard work, moderate work, it's work that needs to be done. 100%. So get it done. And me and Henry talked about this a little before the podcast. Everyone waits for the perfect opportunity, but... If you if you say that you're waiting for the perfect opportunity, you will be waiting till you're dead. But you, literally. But, but you have to prepare for that opportunity. You, you have need to be ready. You have to be yeah. ready. But there is no perfect time. The perfect time will always just be now. Just yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like you said, you, you have to be ready. But like, yeah, like today, like you said, that podcast. I think I was ready today to do a podcast. No, I had a million other things I feel like I had to do. I had other clients. I had others, so many, like, whether it's, I ain't going to say responsibilities because I always commit to all my responsibilities, but I just had a, so many other things that I had to do going on in my life that at the end of the day, I had a, this is my passion. I love to sit here and talk to you guys. I like to further my brand, myself, my, my brothers, T jazz trench. Of course I want to be here for it all. So at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta weigh out some things in life. You know, yeah. you gotta know yeah. what's worth it. I ain't, I ain't going to say what's worth it, but sometimes you gotta weigh out things to see what's, um, what's the word I'm looking for here. When you got to weigh out your options, like when you got to do something, you got multiple things you can do, but, and you have to yeah, choose you have, one, you, have you know? To, well, yeah. You have to get your priorities You're, straight. Yeah. You have to prioritize yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. What's most important. My future is most important. This is where my future is, you know, furthering my brand, creating a stronger relationship with Trent, T jazz, Ronnie, the rest of the guys, you yep. know, that's a priority to me. At the end of the day, I got a lot of clients. I can always, re- they always reschedule. So I can always reschedule with them or, you know, I do, a lot of a lot of other things I had to do today, I can I can make up I can make up for it, you know, yeah. on other days and other times. This some of this stuff, especially coming from where I come from, this doesn't come all the time where I get to sit down with a three plus million YouTube subscriber and and Instagram, you know, a good young up and coming artist like Young Trent. So yeah, I made this a priority over everything. So you're a Kobe Bryant fan, but you're rocking the Bulls. Yeah. Cap. Because where, where Kobe where, come from? Where Kobe? Where his mentality come from? At the end of the day, Mike. it came from Michael Mike. Jordan. But yeah. you're from Chicago. Yeah, I'm originally from Chicago. Like, not no suburb, not no one other. I'm from Humble Park, which is the northwest side of Chicago, which is what a lot of people try to use these days. The trenches, okay. literally. Yeah, gang infested, drug infested. Come from nothing. Truthfully, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna hold it back. Like, my dad done beat a murder. He was in a case. I mean, in a gang before. Done beat a murder. I come up from them using drugs and everything. My parents being addicts and all this and this and that. Um, yeah, so I come from one of the worst areas of Chicago. So, pretty much, I come from nothing. Yeah. So and created something of myself. But, you how, know? but how did, like, growing up in all that shit, like, what was your mindset? How did you, like, like how did you want to make it out of that environment? 1,000%. The one thing that I took from all that is that I didn't want to be that. Yeah. I didn't want to be that gang member. I didn't want to be that drug user. I didn't want to be all of that. A piece of shit. Let's keep it real. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of them are. They they prioritize gangs and drugs over their kids, their family, their bills, stuff like that. So that's what truthfully the main thing I took. I looked at them like, I can never be that. Yeah. I can never be smoking that crack keep it to keep it real yeah no, you know i can sure. never leave my kids by themselves without no food no tv no couch to sleep on because with all due respect i don't hold none i love my parents too they were part of that yeah. you know at the end of the day 
Yeah, they bro. were part of that. Bro, I, I like love them. Happens. I love them as much as I would have loved them probably if they were rich too. Yeah, yeah. To this day, I love them to the fullest because I get it. I know drug addiction is real. It is. I know a lot of that stuff is real. Being a part of some shit like that when when you, you they people throw around you're just part of your environment. You you are what your environment is. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they fell for that. See, yeah. That's one thing I told myself. I wasn't gonna fall for that. Yeah, no. I mean, a lot of people are whatever it takes. A lot of people are a product of their environment and who 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 they grew up around. But it's there's those few people that are able to break through that. Yeah, utilize it like you said for what the podcast is as motivation. I use that motivation like shit. I'm gonna go harder, you Mm -hmm. know. I'm gonna go harder because I'm gonna make sure I make it. But guess what? Not only again, I didn't. It didn't make me envious or make me hate them environments or them neighborhoods no it actually wanted me to do better so i can come back because i know there was more kids like me that needed somebody you know to come back and be like there is a way out yeah you know it all starts here though you're because you're gonna be around it i'm not gonna be around every day to motivate you you're not gonna have these athletes coming around giving out free turkeys every single day on thanksgiving or free christmas gifts they're not gonna be around every day you're gonna there's 365 days in a year you're probably gonna get see 10 days of that so you got 355 days of survival to go forth with and not get caught up in it and be part of it so it, it all starts here. You know, you could be you to stay humble. You don't have to, you know, be a follower. You can be a leader. You don't have to choose to smoke that joint. You can literally school is where it's at. At the end of the day, you should focus on your studies yeah. and stuff like that. That is the cool. Don't try to follow the cool kids. The cool kids is doing what they're supposed to do. Go go to school, do their homework, help out, help their parents, even if they are lagging. Whether they're doing the right thing or not, you should still be like a kid, like trying to help them because yeah. you don't know what they're going through. And I grant it, you're a kid. You should be able to be a kid still at the same time. Yeah, no. I mean, sometimes you got to grow up faster than you than than your age is. And sometimes you're in an envi- in an environment that forces you that to grow forces, up faster. Yeah, you have no choice at the end of the day. Yeah, you either grow up, else, like I said, that environment is going to swallow you and you see it you go there now it's swallowing 70 80 percent yeah eight out of ten kids is getting swallowed you better be you better hold on for dear life to be two of them 10 kids that ain't being swallowed well yeah in a, in yeah. a place like chicago a lot of and these it's choices kids, a lot of these kids in chicago and shit are just like places like that a lot of these people are fucking hustling so that they can help their mom with the rent yeah. dude shit like that yeah see i can honor that though true if you, if you got to do what you got to do to help um put food on your table yeah i can honor stuff like i mean whatever it takes again to put a roof over your head put food on your table yeah. but if you're just doing it because you want to be you got this ego you know you're trying to stunt have the freshest clothes yeah. or this or that or just trying to you know like i said stunt on other people and try to show that you're above other people yeah that's going to get you nowhere no and not even in life which you're again just overall you you're never going to be happy with oneself you feel me because you're always going to want more you're never going to be thankful or have gratitude towards what you do have yeah. which a lot of people don't have half the freaking world i've had times which is a roof over your head food in your mouth if you can just wake up and be thankful for stuff like that you're bound to do great in other things other areas of life you feel me because the, you don't start really living until you start you know living for others too at the end of the day yeah we had spoke earlier, you got to be a little selfish for sure because you can't pour water into a cup if you don't got no water. So you got to make sure you got water first for sure. But, but at the end of the day, you got to help out. You have to care about other people. I mean, like even like in our situation, a big part of what he does, what I do, it's like we have to help each other out too because like we, we want to yeah. see everyone win. That's that's 
this shit is Facts. not fun if you're doing it by yourself. It's Facts. not. You want to yeah. see everyone be successful. You want to see everyone at the top of this totem pole. Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I'm the type of person, like, I want you know me, Henry. I bring every, if I could yeah. bring everybody with me, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing everybody with me. Bro, everybody. Even, even when we started this YouTube shit, bro, when it came to, like, filming and shit, I didn't give a fuck about a penny. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't need that we, shit. We yeah. did it for fun. I just wanted to see this keep growing I, I don't I don't take I won't take anything till this day, bro. This is just all about seeing everyone grow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun though, man. We love this shit. Yeah. Like every day we wake up so it's something new. It's fun. Yeah. And that's you when know? we go back to what we were discussing earlier. You gotta find a passion, you know. You gotta follow your heart. I don't care what you say if you be like, Oh, I don't know what I wanna do with this and that. Yes, you do. You're just either scared to say it or scared to act on it. Or scared of failure. Because, uh, yeah, or point blank. That's probably the number one bro, reason why yeah. people don't you know, succeed Listen, in life. Because they're scared of failure, you, bro. You can't be scared of failure. Bro, you can't. You, here's the thing. You might fail 30 times in your life, but like at some point, that shit's going to wow. work out. Yeah. I'm a big person. I love to fail. I mean, that's mm. what I'm saying. In real life, bro, I love to fail. I love to fail over and over and over so I could learn how to do something the right way or the correct yeah. way, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, when you take an L, bro, you're not taking a loss. You're learning mm-hmm. from something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this can be from something from others, you know, whether you fail, you see other people's fail again. Like I said, I learned from growing up in the trenches in Chicago what I wasn't going to be. I wasn't yeah. going to be that drug user, a hard drug user, that that person, that abuser that hits people. You're supposed to love people, but you're hitting them or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. You know, again, so you can learn from other people's failures at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, then you can succeed from other people's success. That is a that's big how you thing. learn. Hey, you know, I mean, that's how you really succeed. I've learned early on, bro. And my, my dad used to tell me this shit like, you are who you hang around with. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. if you hang out with a bunch of, like, you know what I'm saying, successful people, let's, what, what did my grandpa say? My grandpa told me this shit before he passed away. He I, was, I remember it. He said, uh, you go hang around five millionaires, you're going to be the sixth. You're going to be the sixth. You go and hang that's around, legit, bro. You go hang around five bums that are chilling, doing drugs all day, sitting yeah. around, not being productive. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the sixth bum. So it, it's up to yeah. you. And that's the small mindset to the open mindset. The open mindset, like you said, six million, five millionaires, I'm going to be the six. Small mindset, five bums. This is just my life. It is what it is type of mentality. Yeah. No? Yeah. You're going to be a bum then. You got yeah, to go get that You got to be shit. realistic with yourself. You're going to be a bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, literally. It, it, but here's the thing. You're, you're never stuck in that situation. I think a lot of people think, oh... I've been down this shitty path. I'm I'm fucked. Like I'm just stuck. Nah, you're man. not. You're not. Every single loss is a lesson. No, Every single. That goes loss. back to like you said. It takes a whole bunch of failures to exactly. fails or failures to succeed. You know, you're gonna fail. You're, there's no if ands buts about it. You're gonna fail at things in life. You yeah. know, you're gonna make a lot of wrong decisions. That, and like you said, you're gonna you're gonna beat yourself up mentally. Like why did I do that? Why did I do that? Oh, now I can't redo it or i can't do it a different way yes you can yeah you better learn from how you messed up and then pick yourself back up and try it again bro you gotta think like i've had certain songs that have done five thousand i've had songs that have done fifteen thousand you've had videos bro they've probably done like thirty thousand you've had videos that have done twenty thousand in terms of failing you just have to be able to take these losses yeah like if if you're not to if you're if you're not willing to take a loss then 
bro. I, you're then never. How gonna, are you gonna be a boss? You're you're never gonna. Yeah, yeah, but we like all that. we all keep the mindset like Tristan <laughs> posted the other day. Like a L is not a loss. It's you can learn from it. Yeah, it's a lesson. Yeah, you know. So that, that if you take that out of it, you're bound to be something. If you look at it like lost, it's over. It's done. I can. It's over. I can't do it no more. The world is. Yeah, ending. you're gonna be. You're gonna be shit. Bro, literally, like th- this entire thing is going to be ev- everything is a learning thing for every single person. I like, mean, no. even this podcast. <laughs> literally, bro. Like, I, people don't see the behind the scenes. <clears throat> bro, yeah. we we fucked a few up a few times so far, but definitely <laughs> we're 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 still learning. This is our first time doing a podcast, yeah, and and we're starting from zero. We're and starting at zero subscribers, zero followers on every platform. Literally, we didn't and say anything before it came out. We pretty much just let everyone find yeah. out when we did it. So yeah, yeah. so that tells your followers like again, you can start from zero mm-hmm. and go somewhere. This is literally, you know, this is it doesn't mean you need to start with a whole big following or you need other people to believe in yourself. Because truthfully, with all due respect, ain't nobody gonna believe in you. Ain't nobody gonna believe in you unless you believe in yourself. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. just, that's just the ground rules of it all. Like until you get that type of mentality, that type of understanding of like you know motivation and trying to be something in your life. Nobody's going to believe in believe yeah. in you unless you believe in yourself. I think, well, I think it's hard for people nowadays, especially younger kids, because everybody is talking shit about people online and every, you know, then you're scared to go to school the next Monday because yep. everyone knows they're talking shit about you on Snapchat or yep. whatever. And it's like, it's messed up, man. Yeah, it is messed up. But yeah. But yeah, like I said, you could take every, every diss every failure as motivation well i know it's hard sometimes yeah. but show up like you said if they dissed you at school show up you know wake yeah. up a little earlier freshen yourself up a little more clean up your shoes whatever it takes and show up fresh ready to go yeah you know you gotta um, turn your losses into wins every single time yeah literally and while we're on this topic um tomorrow is the one year anniversary of when nate bronstein took his own life yeah. Um buckets over bullying. Yeah, we started this charity with um the family, great family. I lo- I'm not going to say their names just out of respect, but yeah. I love this family. They they're hard working people and what happened to them and their family is so sad. Um I just want to do everything in my power to help this situation out. Um but for those of you who don't know that are tuning in right now, there was a 15-year-old kid by the name of Nate Bronstein um, one year ago, or a year ago, yeah. He yeah. took his own life due to his basketball team actually bullying him on social media. Um, come to find out, Nate was a huge fan of mine, and that's when I had my guy Paulie. You guys might know Polly. You might not know Polly. Shy Town Polly. Trash talking old man. Trash talking old man. Um, he actually, um, a while before Nate took his life, Polly surprised Nate with a T Jazz basketball, and Nate was like, "Oh my God, this is my favorite YouTuber. Um, I love watching his videos." And when I heard that Nate was a fan of mine, like it made me feel type way like I was like it was like I need to go sit down with this family and figure out what the hell happened and and how can we turn this into 
turn this horrible thing that has happened into something positive to try yeah. to to try to save other people's lives. Well, and the, it is so selfless of them to think to themselves, like, you know, this horrible thing happened with our family, but we want this to, we never want this to happen to anyone's family again. It was such a tragic experience for us. We want to make this better for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. So regardless, so anybody out there, if you're ever getting bullying or something, suicide is, should never be an, is not an option. You should reach out. There is people that care about you and that will be there for you. You know, bigger people, people that love you and care about you and yeah. outside of your school, your circle, whatever the case may be. There is people there that is in your corner, no matter how weird other people's may seem or call you or think that you're nerdy or whatever the case may be. There is people that love you and that are on your side 1,000% because guess what? I'm one of them. I know Tristan's one of them. I know Trench one of them. So, again, suicide is never an option. There is people that, are, that do care about you and are out here for you, praying for you, and willing to help. You just got to reach out, you know. You can go far by yourself. You can be great with a team, and we are part of your team. Yeah, and I, it's, it's hard because I, I get that. People can get into some deep places. Yeah, yeah like for sure. Deep yeah. down in and mentally, mentally, yeah. Mentally, for sure. mentally. And that, you know, is like yeah, there might be people there for you, but because mm -hmm. you're down so low, you might yeah. not think that. No, you, you might not even want them there for you. Well, you yeah. you yeah. might think up. you might think the entire world is just against you. Everything is completely against you. Yeah. And but that's one thing you can't give up. Even if you even want to be by yourself, you don't want the help or whatever the case may be. You can't get up. You can't give up because, I mean, go back to one of my idols that I listen to a lot that gets me out of a lot of hard, deep places. If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter place. Tupac said that. So, again, you just got to make it through them dark nights, them dark hours, you know, yeah. because there is a brighter day. Yeah. yeah. And sun do, the sun will shine. Like, we live in Wisconsin. It's gloomy. It's snowy a lot of time. But we make it through because we know summer's coming. We know the sun's coming back out eventually. Yeah. So yep. if you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. That's that's a good quote. Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, wow. Again, Tupac said I don't think it. I never heard that. Yeah, one of his most famous songs. Yeah, if you can make <laughs> it through the night. What song is that? Why do I there's know that? a brighter day. It's um yeah yeah, <laughs> one of the main songs I know that I know the song I'm just on the spot right Let now. Let us know in the comments. Yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, for, for real, sure. anybody out there that's tuning in right now, if you ever are in a low spot or you feel like there's nobody there to help you, reach out to one of us. Our DMs are always open. I I get a lot of DMs, but I try to respond to people that you know are whether yeah, it's yeah. someone needs some motivation or yeah. needs a little yeah. needs someone to talk I to. I do it all the time. But truthfully like they they called me on this podcast for moments like this I feel for the simple fact is you know, I was in a dark place at times, you know, and that's what you got to find an outlet, a positive outlet, because if you're trying to just like figure it all out yourself or whatever the case may be, you ain't going to never have it figured how, out. How do you find way. that positive you outlet, gotta, though? Yeah, you got to find something you love. I Again, was, what I'm on this one, what, what we've been one of the main keys we've been talking on this podcast, finding something that's in your heart that you have a passion for that you like to do. Yeah. Again, whether it's reading, writing, going to the gym bicycling shit jogging anything, anything anything find something you like to do and do more of that yeah without worried about what the next person may think or say 
just do more of that. And I promise it'll get you through some of them hard times that, you know, you start second guessing yourself and your 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 existence and stuff like that. But one thing you can never do, please don't ever give up. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. I was going to say that actually is a good segue into um, do you think you said you were in a dark place at the time? Do you think your your journey through the fitness world has helped you with things like that? One thousand percent. My fitness jersey journey alone has more than likely kept me alive. Really? 1,000%. Because there was times, you know, I, I was a young adolescent, you know. We talked about earlier in the podcast about, you know, was, um, where I come from, a lot of drug use and stuff like that. Never really used hard drugs. But, I, you know, I worked a 9 to 5, going nowhere fast. Like, what it, I always had, like, sports um, dreams and becoming a basketball player or a football player. And I ain't trying to be funny, you know, whether I stop, I stopped growing, my height stopped coming. Yeah. And, you know, let's mm-hmm. be realistic. You got to be more than likely a certain height to be in a lot of these sports, stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of them dreams, I ain't going to say were crushed. They just got cut short because I was realistic with myself. Like, yeah, I mean, no matter how much work I put in, it's going to be hard for me to make it. So I better start, you know, I need to get a job. Eventually, I became 18, 19, 20 years old. I had kids at a young age. I was 18 years old when I had my first daughter. Okay. So I knew I had to get a job. But, yeah, was it was it something i ever envisioned for my life so at first you know i was making some money so i didn't ever think about it but a year or two into you know working in a warehouse that shit starts taking a toll on your mentality like my life sucks you know you start having when you're sitting at work for eight hours plus you having hours and hours of dead time and you're just talking to yourself within in your head telling yourself your life sucks what are you doing this this and that so you and then you start resorting to you know whether it's like drugs, alcohol, bad influences, or stuff like that, stuff to take your mind. But you know that really ain't good for you. Yeah. So yeah, so I I endab- I endabbled in all of that. You know, I resorted to a lot of that. But then yeah, I caught myself before I you know I I sunk and drowned. I realized I need to find a positive outlet. And that's when I found the gym. I didn't, I mean, I knew a few people going to the gym and stuff like that. I actually felt like my body was telling me I needed to do something more than just go work nine to five and go home, lay down, eat food and stuff like that. So, yeah, I started going to the gym, watch. I didn't know what I was doing at all, nothing at all. But a lot of people, and a lot of people that, again, I'm a personal trainer, so a lot of people come to me and that's their big thing. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to the gym. With all due respect, 80% of the machines in the gym have information on it and tells you tell you how to perform the exercise. So be realistic with yourself. You don't need nobody, but it's good to have somebody like me. So reach out if you ever need help. But at the same time, you can go in there, you can read the little information on you know, the directions on it, and do the movement. And if not, 80% of the people started somewhere where you were at. So it's so don't be scared to you know, ask for help, ask for questions. I mean, ask questions, ask for insight. Because most people in there will help you because they all started somewhere. But again, the, the the machine has the directions on it. You can watch other people do the movement, stuff like that. So started going to the gym, watching them do that. And again, it was a more positive insight. So when you go to the gym, it releases the number one feel-good endorphin within the brain. So when you're in the gym, you're just thinking clearer. You're thinking more smarter. When you're going through a lot of you know turbulence in life, a lot of bad times, and you're just thinking negative, when you're in the gym, your body starts releasing hormones and just... Um, nutrients to the brain Mm -hmm. that just naturally make you think more more 
um, what should I say, more positive, more happier, you know, you start finding positive solutions to negative thoughts. And that's just the honest to God truth. I'm not feeding no fake news to you. This is all fact, whether it's science based, it don't have to be science based. This is realistic stuff that happens when you go to the gym. Yeah, you have been to the gym, you have been to the gym, you know, you never leave the gym regretting going to the gym. You never be like, why did I go to the gym? Why did I work out? That suck. You never think like that. You always leave and you be a little, you get a sense of accomplishment. You feel good about yourself. So what you start doing, you go home, you start being more productive in other areas of life. Yeah. You start doing more, you know, you start checking off more goals and more tasks that you had for yourself. Because at one point you thought you couldn't do the gym you and you accomplished that. So guess what? You start thinking like, man, maybe I could do this or that. And start accomplishing it. So you actually, it does relate to other areas of life. Not just physically, but we're talking mentally, emotionally, spiritually, shit, even financially. Because mm -hmm. you don't, you're not out spending, you know, money on random things because you're at the gym. And all you want to do is go to the gym. Now, by the time you're done with the gym, you're tired. You want to go home, relax, eat some food. You ain't out spending money at the bars or stores, stuff like that. And it's just, you know, that's. And then you just have you repeat that cycle and you're bound to make it somewhere, you know. I liked what you said because you said you'll never regret going to the gym, but you will regret not going. Yeah. That's something you'll think. You'll, you'll regret be like, going to the bar went. and getting, you know, waking up hungover. You'll regret going to smoke that joint and then eating a whole bunch of crap and stuff yep. and waking up feeling like shit with all due respect. Mm -hmm. But you'll never regret going to the gym, going home, eating some healthy chicken, some rice. It don't gotta be bland. A diet is not salad yeah a diet is eating clean you know getting your gallon of water in a day eating your chicken your rice your vegetables stuff like that and then sometimes you don't always eat for flavor you eat for like results but you can still enjoy it yeah but it comes out of proportion yes yeah, so you go home and eat a whole pizza afterwards no can you yes but you're bound to feel you're gonna feel it yeah. you're, you're bound yeah. to feel it you're and that's that but that's that's the learning curve you know because yeah. you're bound to do that yeah you're bound to do that at times and then it gets addicting because when we were lifting consistently i don't even know when uh like a year about ago, a year ago yeah we were in the gym and it got addicting to me because i started seeing my body change yeah you see results i was getting ripped for yeah. a little bit like it was crazy like six pack crazy muscles popping out crazy i'm getting Five yeah. and ones a game yeah, yeah, in the yeah. men's league because I'm yeah. bodying people. You know what I'm and saying? Not only go, you get home again. The endorphins are still releasing. You come home, you're more productive than anywhere. You feel oh, a, yeah. a sense of accomplishment. So you start again. You start checking off your task list and you start taking more chances. Like a lot of things you think you couldn't do, you start putting a little more effort towards those, and you realize that you can do them. Yeah. What did you tell Henry was telling me some funny shit one time. I think we had like a crazy like leg day. And he's like, oh, man, you're going to want to go home and smash your chick, man. You're going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to be. Because not only does it release the number one endorphins, it, truthfully for males. I didn't our, understand that. I yeah. was like, what do you mean? Bro? Our number one like supplement in our body is testosterone, you yeah. know, and a lot of our testosterone lives in our quads and our glutes and hammies, which is all your upper legs and stuff like that. So when you utilize them, you know, it, re it stretches out the muscle fibers and it releases the testosterone. Yeah, it so was just flowing fun. through it your body. And as a man, yeah. our number one <laughs> sex hormone is testosterone. You're going to be yeah. Busting that move, leg shaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real. Like I'm already leaving the so gym. So not only shaking, will you feel good, your girl gonna feel good. Not, not, let him know, later that man. night, boy. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> that day, hey, hey, ah, for hey, real. Make though. sure you're like possibly married. 
<laughs> I mean, no, dude. I just I I thought that was funny when Henry used to say that to me, but he, it was he's telling he's speaking the facts. Yeah, that's the truth. Like, yeah, it releases that shit. Yeah, and you would never know that until you really work it out. You know, until yeah. you really take that chance, whether it's in the gym or whatever goal you got in life, you never know until you take that chance. Yeah. But yeah, don't let me make it all sweet. Like it's just gonna happen no. all the time. You gotta show up directly. Tough. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. But, you gotta show up. Yeah. But I will say for for anyone watching this, like older people, younger people, there is other things besides the gym that you can do that yeah, will positive that, outlets that exactly. are going to like improve your mental yeah, health. This, like this was yeah. just something There's plenty that of things helped Henry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but for for because anyone, I found a passion. I found yeah. a passion. As long as you heart. can find that passion, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what yeah. matters. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like your passion could be playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. Play chess more. Play play chess more. Something for me that helped me get my emotions out there yeah. was music. Some something for him is creation. Like there's there's things for everyone where you can just be able to get your get get into the right mindset for you. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be worth the sacrifice, you know. Like I said mm-hmm. earlier in this, it's got to be calculated risk, you know. You got to take, but you gotta you gotta make ends meet, especially as an adult. Oh, if you're course. like 21 and over, you shouldn't only depend on your parents to take care of yourself, you know. You gotta because whatever you love to do, like whether it's chess, the gym, music, YouTube. There is a way to make money off of it, you yeah. know? So, and if you're waiting on somebody to come save you or show you the way, it's cool. YouTube's there. A lot of things are there to show you the way. But if you're actually really just sitting back waiting on somebody or something to come show you the way, you might end up dying like, before wait, you like, find you're out. You're talking you, about like waiting for a handout or Yeah, yeah. Shit. If you're waiting for a handout. You got to make that's that what it, If you're waiting on somebody to come show you the way and give you a handout, like you might be ready the rest of your life. Yeah. So you got to start taking steps towards that, you know, towards the direction. Because you never know who you're going to bump into. Like, look at me. I bumped into Tristan Jass in the gym randomly one day. We shared the same passion of work ethic, grinding, following following our passions, you know. And look at we five years plus later, here we are. But you got the reason that you guys met was because you were already following your passions. It it wasn't. It it didn't just show up to you randomly yeah. when you were fucking sitting on your ass yeah. at home. It yeah. showed up to you because you were we doing were working. the yeah. right thing. And nothing wrong with sitting at home, but at the end of the day, you got to get out. You got you, you have to get you out. Gotta be, you got to be open. You got to be, you know, be willing to, you know, have some conversations with people. You know, I grew up always hearing the word like a closed mouth don't get fed. Yep. And I always, I mean, I never got that that same because truthfully up until now you guys wouldn't have you guys would probably never believe it but up until i was like 21 22 myself i was always the more humble quiet type i really didn't speak first i really didn't you know approach others i always sat back listen and learn for the most part yeah but then yeah once i reached 21 22 i realized yeah if i want like when i was i was working in a warehouse shit if i wanted a raise guess what i had to go ask for that raise yeah because they were never going to give me the raise if i just kept being humble quiet in 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 the back corner you had to put yourself in uncomfortable situations uncomfortable position yeah yes because you're never going to grow in your comfort zone so i had to speak up so again make a long story short a closed mouth don't get fed no you got to be willing to speak up but you got to do it respectfully and morally there's a way like it's not what you say it's how you say it if i were in there like give me a fucking raise yep they would have probably been like you're fired yeah (laughs) but i went there like hey i've been working here for like two plus years i'm here every day i'm on time I see some of the same people that's doing what I'm doing, making five dollars more than me. I think, um, you know, I deserve a raise, something like that. Next thing you know, an hour later, I had a boss walking up to me with a three dollar raise. 
And that was and truth. A lot of people was like, you should have been done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've been working probably a year when I could have had that. Were you scared to do that? Of course. Yeah. Nervous as hell. Nervous as hell because again I was a quiet type, but I realized that yeah, eventually you got to grow up. So that, eventually that goes gotta, that goes to show people you need to get out of your comfort zone. Get out your comfort zone. That is what it is. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, you got to. You don't grow in your comfort zone. One thousand percent. You transitioning you back to the gym or you like your comfort zone would have been like yeah let me listen to my parents let me go play this basketball at this college or whatever the case may be yeah but you went out your comfort zone and was like i'm gonna tell them some some words some some words they don't want to hear which is i'm not going i'm gonna do what my passion's telling me to do my mm-hmm. heart's telling me to do yeah but even like in high school i was always super quiet i like yeah kept to myself headphones in walking in the hallway i um i had to learn like how to talk to people yeah, yeah. I, I, like high school bro i was i was scared to raise my hand to ask a question in front of the class yeah because yeah. i was so worried about if i was gonna look stupid or not right look stupid fumble over your words but can't be can't be scared and now look we're selling out gym, high school gyms doing to talk to, to say those shit. same words it's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Don't but get me wrong. It it is a hard thing to do. Like I mean, it's I, hard. sometimes I even struggle like looking people in the eyes while I'm talking to them because yeah. it's just yeah, people yeah. have anxiety. You, you got to learn. You got to learn. But it's just something that you learn. And you got to do it over. Again. Go back to the mama mentality. It's repetition after repetition. Mm-hmm. You got to put in what we were speaking on earlier. You know, you got to put in the work. You can't take the shortcuts because if you try to take the shortcuts, you end up coming all the way back and then going back the long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you actually make your work double as hard as it should have been if you would have just took the long way from the gap. Yeah. Yeah. So don't take the shortcuts, you know, in life, you know, really put the work in. There's no, there's no cheat codes to this stuff, you know? Yeah. I got to go back to what you were saying about how you asked for a raise. One of the best things in life that I, cause I was once scared to ask people shit like in high school, like I said, I, would see my grandpa um he would we'd be out to eat or something and he would always ask for his senior discount mm-hmm. and his military discount every time no matter <laughs> where we went and i'm like why the why is he always asking this shit like yeah who cares like I, and I, this is me as a young kid and i always asked him growing up i'm like why do you always ask for that and he's like because if you don't ask you don't get yeah and i was like Closed mouths don't get fed. Damn. That's literally what he was talking yeah. about. Closed mouth don't get fed, and you know. It goes it goes right with that. It's crazy because yeah. and now like me, like I was once that scared kid to ask questions. I'm hanging out with people who have hundred millions of dollars and I'm asking them questions and I'm not scared yeah. because I know if I want to learn some shit, I need to ask. Yeah. Because if I don't ask, I won't learn it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, again, you can go far by yourself, but it actually 1,000% takes a team to be great, to make it somewhere. And even if you don't got a team right now, you know, that's where it comes down to going back to the what we were saying, close mouth, don't get fed. It's okay to get out there, put yourself out there, and meet new people. Yeah. You never know who you got what in common with. It can be the person you think you have no common – I mean, nothing in common with. Yeah. That actually can be one of your closest friends. Well, you know, confidants. that's like, bro, I would have never thought I had anything in common with this kid. Like, I'm, I <laughs> I didn't play basketball. I didn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I would never have thought anything. And it wasn't, we didn't have a big team at the beginning either. It was mm-hmm. just me and him filming on his cell phone. So, like, yeah, you don't, if, if you can just get, like, one person maybe with you and you just yeah. come up with these things together, you can just plot for the future and put that shit to action. 
Yeah, yeah, because again, go back to again. You just point up, a, um, brought up a reference about you guys had none in common. Again, remember I used to, earlier in this um, segment. I had brought up that I used to speak in this position like I'm going to hang out with Tristan. Yeah. One, I don't know how or why we would be hanging out or being friends like that, but one day we will. I just feel it. You know, I have faith in it. I feel it in the universe. And my girlfriend used to be like, how? What do you guys got in common? Mm -hmm. I'm like, <laughs> one thing, I love his work ethic. Again, I know he's going to go somewhere, and I know he's going to need – I'm not an OG, but I know he's going to need somebody older that's that he needs there to guide him, to give him a few words you know, to keep his mind on the right things, you know, and have somebody that really has his back with no other interest involved in it, you yeah. know, yeah, stuff like that. So that's, that's what it comes that's down to. Very, it's very important, like your circle. Yeah. Your, the people around you. That's one thing I've learned. It's, it's so important, bro. Yeah. Like your circle, you have to have the right. I don't let, yeah. I just don't let anybody come into this circle. No. You can't. Especially in my situation, I've had people come around try to use me to do, you yeah, know to what I'm saying? Yeah, to further their thoughts, get views just, on just their for their, shit, for their like, own personal benefit. The goal yeah, there is you go, there you go. the goal is that you need to all benefit each other, not like, hey, I'm here so you can only benefit me. You need to all benefit each other. That's that's the whole point of yeah. growing as a team. Yeah, but I just with Henry though, it wasn't, it didn't feel like that. Yeah. It was like, man, this like work ethic. Both had the work ethic. Yeah. And ever since I met Henry, he's had the best interest for me. And you guys grew with each other. Yeah. Because yeah. you should always bring something and to the Henry's table. Henry's been know? growing, bro. He's got... How many how many clients are you working with now? Yeah. Too many to count. Still counting some up as we speak. Bro's been but growing yeah, in muscle, like, too. Technically, right now, like 18 okay. clients. And truthfully, I mean, I started off with one, two clients. You know, like, is this really going to work? Mm -hmm. And like you said, I mean, two years into a business, a lot of people start to fail um, or be discouraged. And I went through months, too, where one month I'm at my highest. Like I said, working like right now, obviously, it's January. It's a new year. A lot of people are in fitness. So I'm working with like 18 clients. But you go back two months ago, I was working with four. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. Dude, I don't know if there's, I got kids to feed, this ends meat, you know, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't discouraged because I always knew I, this is what I love. This mm -hmm. is my passion. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this work. But at the same time, if I got to do something else in the meantime, create multiple streams of income, I'm going to do that. You yeah. know, I'm, I know people that own multiple different businesses. If I got to go unload trucks to make some extra money, I'm going to do that. If I got to go you know, shovel some snow to make some extra money. Guess what? I'm going to do that. Whatever's going to allow you to continue doing your passion, even though you sometimes you got to do the shitty stuff. And I did. I did all of that. Yeah, you, know? you do. Like, like, like I said, you guys wouldn't, they don't even notice that you guys just look at his, oh, oh he's doing his training, training, training. You guys didn't know I've been moving people, shoveling snow, all this extra shit mm -hmm. on the side to make extra income to, you know, make up for a lot of that stuff. But I don't know if you want to call it sacrifice. I'm just going to do whatever it takes, you know? Yeah. Because you got to do different things. You know, the podcast is called the everyone's different podcast. You got to be willing to do different things outside of your comfort zone. It's the only way you're going to make it. And again, so if you're a little, little shy person or if you know, you know, you don't communicate well or if you know, you know, you get you're a little more um, on the timid side, you got to be willing to open up. Point blank. Yeah. Especially if you're 18 plus years old, like the younger ones, you still got time to figure out your life and stuff like that. But if you're 18 plus years old, you got to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. You got to put yourself out there and be willing to open up a little bit, you know, but be realistic with yourself. Be smart. Use your brain. You got a brain for a reason. You got to know what's for you and what ain't for you. And you got to be able to get out quick, you know, and adjust, you know, life. 
life you gotta live life on the fly sometimes yeah yeah no sometimes you, you genuinely do have to do the shit that you don't want to even because yeah. because <clears throat> here's the thing you can't always just bank on this one thing you can always focus you can always do your passion but sometimes you just need these other things to have this income that allows you to yeah. live the life you exactly. want exactly yeah yeah and it's it's very important to understand like it's okay to like be different yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because be different, do something different. What the norm is doing, like all the guys I grew up with, like I said, truthfully they were gang banging, selling drugs, doing all this extra stuff. But I was like, yeah, no, I need to get a job. I got kids. I need to do something different because guess what? I seen them doing all that. Next thing you know, they're in jail, wishing that they can get an eight hour job because they're working in jail for eight hours for fifty cents. Yep. So I was like, yeah, I gotta adjust. You know, you that's all it's about. It ain't about you gotta change your whole life at, at the drop of a dime because that's not realistic here. Mm-hmm. You gotta be realistic with yourself and just make them small little adjustment stuff. If you're if you're struggling with money, you know, there's a, there's jobs out there. Go fill out an application, get a job, and start climbing your way back to the top. You know, put in the work that's necessary. Yep. Again, you got a passion, start studying that, start researching a little bit. We got all the information at the tip of our fingertips. You know, you can look up and Google, and truthfully, yeah, YouTube is a small little university you can learn anything you want truthfully on the fly but yeah you have to really you have to really dedicate yourself what's the other word i'm trying to look for like you have to really like lock in yeah ground yourself yeah you have to lock in yeah yeah and reading is a virtue you know staying real is a virtue to yourself and to others you know loyalty is a lost virtue you need to stay loyal to the people that are loyal to you to you you know so, Henry, you said you had your first kid at 18 years old. Yes. Damn. And how, how many kids do you have in total right now? <laughs> I have three kids. Three kids. Yeah. Like, so you had your first one at 18. How was that, like, just being, like, an adult, like... Barely how, having your own life figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and how, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, yeah. 18 years old. Yeah, that's hard to describe because, yeah, the, the first two years, yeah, I wasn't the best for the simple fact. I feel like I was 18. Again, I touched on early in the podcast. I come from, you know, nothing, a lot of bad areas in Chicago. My dad in and out of jail. So when I had my first kid at 18 years old, truthfully, I feel like I was still looking for my father, let alone being a father. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it took a, like a year or two of just, you know, a lot of ups and downs, uh, not only not only like just in the world wise, just emotionally, just like trying to figure everything out. But, yeah, about when I turned like 20 years old, yeah, something snapped in me, you know, because I did I did catch a like I caught a marijuana possession charge in Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin. You know, it's a very illegal st- Especially at that time back in 2009, oh, yeah. for, 10. Sure. for sure. So, yeah, so they tried to put me in jail and everything for it. And it was a very small possession. It was like literally, it was literally a, a the roach of a joint. Damn. And they literally were threatening me like to go to prison for this shit. Because, um, make a long story short, it was like my third time getting caught with a roach of a yeah. joint. Yeah. Mm. So, make a long story short, they were threatening me with jail and all this extra stuff. So, that kind of woke me up, you know. I realized like, damn, I can go to jail for this stuff. I'm a kid. Again, later earlier in the podcast, I said... Growing up where I come from, I realized that what I didn't want to be and one thing I didn't want to be is like a, a a missing father person that wasn't in my kid's life. Yeah. So the first two years, again, it was a lot of trials and tribulations. But then two years in, I caught that little charge. I was like being threatened with jail and stuff like that. So I kind of woke up and realized like I need to wake up. I got a kid. I got other people depending on me. I just can't be just living for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's when I transitioned to like I need to get a job. That's when I got a good warehouse job, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I had to grow up. 
Yeah. yeah. Really quick. Really fast. Really quick, you know. Wow. Had to start buying diapers and <laughs> clothes and stuff like that. But but make a long story short, I want to say my kids saved my life. Point yeah. blank, period. I would be in jail or dead or in prison if it wasn't for my kids. 100% because I won't lie. I was a follower. You know, I was following a lot of the influences, a lot of the things I said. I Again, go back. Doing a lot of the things I said I wouldn't do when it comes down to like using drugs like marijuana and stuff like that. Running with a lot of street people. Stuff like that. A lot mm-hmm. of things I said I wouldn't do. Again, I was still somewhat influenced because that's all I seen. That's all I knew. But in my my tr- my heart of heart was telling me like that ain't you. You need to adjust. You need to move out of this. Got a job. Found a passion in the gym. Moved on with my life. And here I am, personal trainer, making a great living, doing what I love, being able to provide for my family, making double, triple than what a Beautiful lot of my family. friends do that work in warehouses. Yeah, and I got a lot of good people in my circle. Met a lot of good people. But I all. Relate that and, and put that towards my faith in God, my belief in God, and, and just, you know, my faith in general, you know. Yeah. I didn't give up on myself. So that's why I, I go back to what I was saying earlier in this podcast is never give up, you know. There's a lot of times where I should have gave up. I could have gave up. I had a lot of reasons to give up, but I didn't give up because I always knew if I can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Baby, Tupac said it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> Damn. Hell yeah. Well, shit, I mean, we've already been here for an hour. I think we've talked a lot of like a, about a lot of cool shit. A lot of I think there's more to come, though. I'm not, yeah, we, yo, might need, we might need a part two. We, we might need a part two. We might need a part two. Ain't I f- no might. We I need feel one. like if I wake up in the morning and I was listening to some of the shit that you were saying, I'd be motivated. I'd be ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Like, get me in the gym. I want to yeah. go to the gym right now. Get up and let's get it. Yeah. Let's go. Let, let us know if you'd like to have Henry on again. We would love to do it. But that's we, every area of life. We had a great time. Yeah, let us know. This is the Everyone's Different Podcast. I'm Tristan Jass. Young Trench. I'm Henry. And uh, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Hey!